Welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Here you will hear Pastor Ethan Callison journey with people just like you from Fellowship Community Church. Our goal is to engage in God's Word to find Jesus in the Scriptures every day. We desire this podcast not to be a substitute for your Bible reading, but rather a compliment so that you encounter Jesus and live a changed life. Here's your host, Pastor Ethan Callison. Welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast, where every word, thought, verse, and chapter of the Scriptures point us to the person of Jesus my name is Ethan Callis, and I serve as one of the pastors here at Fellowship Community Church, and I serve as the North Campus pastor as well as our uh, online pastor, and I'm grateful for you listening in here today. As always, our reading plan can be found in the show notes below of whichever podcasting platform you listen in on, so just scroll down, find it, click that link, screenshot it, print it, whatever you want to do, need to do to engage in God's Word so that God's Word gets into you and God's Word comes out of you. Now, before we hop into today's text in the book of Malachi, as we read the entire of Malachi. Just want to remind you that here, if you're listening to this the week of, uh, we have Faith at Home this Sunday, January 1st, uh, 2023. Uh, We're having Faith at Home. And what that means is uh, we don't have any on-site services this Sunday, but we are worshiping all in our houses uh, with you by yourself, if that's who you are, or with your husband or your wife or your kids, your grandkids, whoever it be, cousins, uncles, neighbors, whoever it be in your house uh, to be worshiping uh, there at home there. So you can join us, whether it be on Facebook, look us up at Fellowship Community Church, on our YouTube, Fellowship Community Church, or on our website, FCC Life. You'll find in our reading plan or in our show notes as well, links to those so you can join us for Faith at Home this weekend. Now, as you hop into the book of Malachi and read all of Malachi, Malachi chapters 1 through 4, uh, the big question that I want to ask to look at is, will you rob God? Now, when Malachi writes this, it is very shortly after Haggai and Zechariah had wrote and um, and had, had really encouraged the people to finish the building of the temple. So the temple has been built, it's erect, it's being used right now, but the people lose their way because they were expecting the Messiah to come immediately after the temple had been uh, erected up. And this, they were wanting for the reign of the earthly kingdom of God to come and expecting it to be immediate. Like they they thought God was going to move and return and do some extraordinary things like immediately. Now, I don't know if you can relate to this where it's like, hey, God, I'm asking you to do something. I need you to do it right now. And you wait and you look around. It's like, God, I need you to do it like right now. Like right now, there could be a better time. It's like, no, 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 we're not sovereign. We're not God. We have to rely upon God's timing. So Malachi, as you read this, um, he's going to give this a warning as well as a call of repentance to uh, a couple of areas. There's five areas through this book that he's going to he's going to call the people out on. Uh, the first is their worship. In verses in chapter one, verse six through chapter two, verse nine, he says that their their worship has become routine. That it hasn't become. It's not wholehearted. It's just you're doing what you're doing. You're going through the motions. I remember uh, that song back in the day. You know, I don't want to go through the motions. All right now, your ears are bleeding. Sorry, but anyway, uh, don't go through the motions of your worship. Be wholehearted in your worship. So he he calls them to repent of uh, routine worship rather than wholehearted worship. The second thing is specifically to the the priesthood. He says, "You as the priest, y'all have become corrupt." And then if you read chapter two. It is very graphic in its content, uh, saying that he's going to throw dung on people's faces, and it's as if their worship is dung and how they're leading their people. It's pretty interesting. Uh, I won't 
you know, ruffle too many feathers here, uh, but when we look at uh, the quote-unquote curse words of today, uh, these words that are being used here would be quote-unquote curse words of the day. Uh, so it's very graphic words. It's not dung that's used here, if you know what I mean here. Uh, the second th or the third thing that we're going to see that he calls the people to be repentance of is divorce. Um, it had become very widespread in chapters two, in chapter two, verses fourteen through sixteen. He's calling them to to be remain faithful to one woman, to one to one uh, man for all of their life. Uh, that covenant that they're in there. Uh, the fourth thing that he calls the people repentance to is tithing. Now this is very interesting. In chapter three, verses six through twelve, uh, he says that they have neglected to give the full tithe, to give their their full ten percent. Um, now in this, I don't have time here to go through it, but the Old Testament view of tithing was based on uh, these different seasons and these different feasts and these different uh, worship time periods, I guess you would say, where they would bring their 10th at different times. And just to be very um, clear, it was, wasn't just 10%. It was more like third, 33 and a third percent of their income they would give to the temple. So it's actually more than 10% uh, of their, their monies. And he says, you have neglected to tithe. It's not about the the aspect of are you only given your 10 are you have you given your 10 percent but it's are you giving all that god is calling you to you're you're robbing god of some of this even when we look at not getting to where we see jesus in this but in acts uh you're you're going to see here where we have ananias and sapphira that they sell their house and their land and they say that they've given everything all their money to the church but they didn't, and they lied, and they're both struck dead uh, before the apostles. Um, so it's not about the the percentage, but God wants our heart. Hey, are you going to give everything that I'm calling you to? And the last thing he says in chapter 3, verses 13 through chapter 4, verse 6, is this, this aspect of social justice, that they're ignoring things like we've looked at in the past of taking care of the widows, taking care of the orphans, taking care of these the, the, the oppression of people. We're not to oppress people, but rather to, to build up, to lift up, to encourage people. So those are five things that he calls the people to repent of and to seek after Jesus. So even when we when we look, uh, where do we see Jesus at in this? Uh, in chapters 3, uh, 1 through 3, we see where it says, behold, uh, and this is transitioning from the repentance, but it says, behold, I send my messenger, this is John the Baptist, and he will prepare a way before me. And the Lord whom you seek will suddenly come to his temple and the messenger of the covenant in whom you delight. Behold, he is coming, says the Lord. So Jesus is coming. The people have been frustrated and mad that he hasn't come. And he says, hey, he's coming. And he's going to have somebody to prepare the way for him. And his name is going to be John the Baptist that we, we know. And after Malachi ends, whether you knew, know this or not, I'm letting you know now. There was 500 years of silence before Jesus enters the scene. And really, it's the angels who's entered that tell, you know, we went through the, the birth of Jesus' story through, the, through this month of December, where, uh, where Mary is told that she's going to give birth to the Messiah. 500 years of silence. And we have nothing recorded of God speaking to his people or revealing anything to his people before Jesus is born. So I hope that you have enjoyed the Jesus Everyday Podcast through 2022 in the Old Testament. I hope you have a happy new year, and we cannot be more excited to see you in 2023 to continue taking your 
discipleship, your spiritual growth, your spiritual journey serious as we journey in the New Testament together alongside with other co-hosts in 2023.